Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey y'all, it's Dina here, lead producer. It's Food Tuesday. So for today's Food Tuesday show, I'm with the owner of City Cellar HTX, Daniel Wolf. He's going to talk about how they created their very unique menu and why it is a 21 and up only restaurant, meaning no kids, no teenagers, None of y'all got to be 21 and up and they check IDs so you can't try and slither your way through the doors. It's Tuesday, March 14th. I'm Dina Kispa and here's what Houston's talking about today. Hello, just going to scooch in here really quickly to tell you that Daniel did the interview from the restaurant, which means you're going to hear a lot of clicking and clacking in the background. Daniel, thank you so much for coming on our show today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you all so much for having me today. Oh, of course. I'm so excited to learn more about your journey and everything that you've gone through. So let's start off by telling people what City Cellars HTX is and where is it? Yeah, absolutely. So City Cellars HTX is located right in the heart of the museum district. Um, We are pretty much directly across from the Children's Museum. Mm -hmm in a mixed-use medical building. Um, We're one of three restaurants here. And as far as how I would describe City Cellars, we are a brunch and globally inspired dinner restaurant with craft cocktails, a Hmm. non-pretentious wine list, and a very (laughs) artful design um, that was done intentionally, really catering to the millennials and Gen Z. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could definitely see that with the design, like the interior, the decor really speaks to the city, especially, you know, the iconic be someone graffiti. It's definitely my my taste. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. The be someone mural on the wall, you know, it's even more um, curated when we, when you actually learn that the person who did it is the original artist of the be someone bridge. And so, you know, it just really ties it oh. home. Um And when we tell our guests that, it blows their mind every time. That's incredible. So what inspired City Cellars? What inspired you to open up this restaurant? Um, Really, you know, it kind of comes from a, uh, I I would say a mixture of things. Um, So first, you know, what inspired just the business in general um, Mm -hmm. would be I wanted to work for myself by the time I was 30. And the goal was, you know, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to own my own business. And I've said that, and I've been very um, Mm. not shy about that, um, you know, since, Mm. you know, since I was in college. Um, And so the opportunity came where I lost my job when I was 26. And Mm. I decided, you know, I'm going to work for myself. I don't need to get another job. Uh, Now, the concept for city sellers kind of just comes from the idea that I like to bring people together. Um, 
at the end of the day, everyone eats and everyone drinks, whether it's water, wine, or whiskey, everyone needs to eat and drink. Hmm. And, you know, that was, how can I bring people together where they're not going to feel judged, where we're going to have great food, great service, great drinks. And that's kind of the concept that City Cellars was born from. Mm, I love that. So it's a place where everyone can feel comfortable. Yes, everyone can feel comfortable so long as you're 21. We are not kid friendly. <laughs> Fair. That's a that's a good point to throw out there. <laughs> so you opened in like late 2020, kind of in the height of the pandemic. We did. We signed our lease in August of 2020. And if you recall back in August, you know, things were looking up. Uh, there was hope that COVID was kind of going away, uh, you know, cases were going down in the hospitals, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, we were really optimistic about that. Um, fast mm-hmm. forward to November and kind of the opposite was true. Cases were going up, hospitalizations right. were going up. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we started having all those super spreader events of holidays, you know, Halloween, Thanksgiving, et cetera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you throw that along with the fact that we opened up the week before Thanksgiving and um, our first quarter was, I mean, absolutely terrible. Um, yeah. You know, just trying to compete with that holiday marketing. Comp- and then also, you know, people are unsure if they want to go to a new restaurant, um, you know, and so it was, um, it was definitely challenging. Yeah. I can imagine. How did you get through it really? Because that sounds really tough, especially when you're a new restaurant and trying to stay afloat. How did you manage, given that the world was kind of flipping upside down and people were like, all right, things are pretty bad. We kind of got to avoid crowds, avoid restaurants. What did you do to kind of respond to that? A couple different things. So personality wise, I consider myself to be an extremely driven person. Um, And Mm -hmm. so you look at that. And it's like, all right, this is one obstacle. All right, no big deal. What's the next obstacle? Oh, we already planned for that. You know, next obstacle. Oh, that one was not expecting. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, just having a positive attitude, having a good team and just staying true to what your, you know, what your goal and what your vision is, um, I think is really what helped us get through that. Um Something else that we talked about when we first opened, we had a really strong to-go program. Uh, We worked with our suppliers to get quality to-go containers. We made Mm. sure that all of our food was to-go presentation. Because, you know, how many times have you ordered food from a restaurant and gotten it to-go and you're like, well, that was disappointing. Yeah, (laughs) too many to count. (laughs) Right. We want to be one of those places where... I don't care if you ordered here or if you ordered to go. Um, it's going to be um, it's going to be consistent quality every time. What was your journey like? You know, when you first opened your restaurant at 28, mind you, that's like huge. <laughs> um, the journey was definitely, I would say, a lot of a lot of hard knocks, um, but also I think. It was, uh, I don't think anything could, could have really prepared us for this. You know, you, we talk about opening a restaurant during COVID, operating a restaurant during COVID. And I don't think any restaurant tour had any idea what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And so 
it's kind of like, you know, you train a new employee that first you have to break their old habits. Well, we didn't have any habits. So we just were rolling with the punches as they came and just doing it with an optimistic attitude. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the turning point for us, at least what I identify as the turning point and where we started taking off on social media, where we started getting a lot of regulars was during the winter storm that was in 2021. So, you know, I mentioned we're in a mixed use medical building. So we're Mm -hmm. on a generator um, because of where we're at. So we were very fortunate during the um, winter storm that we never lost power. Mm -hmm. We opened up as a small business. All of our neighbors that live in the area had no power. And so Mm -hmm. I posted on our Instagram and said, the doors are open, show up, there's outlets on the wall, coffee's brewing, and I have food in the walk-in that needs to get cooked anyways before it goes bad. So show up for a hot meal and charge your phone and, Mm -hmm. you know, get some hot beverages and warm up. Uh, That post, I think, had 1,300 likes, got picked up by national news. And, I mean, to this day, I still have people come in that, hey, sorry it's taken so long, but we remember what you did. And the Mm. support and just the growth has been phenomenal ever since. Wow. I love that. That that is such like, that is the the core of Houston. That's one thing we do, I feel like, better than anybody else is we really help each other out. And I love that. That's such a Houston thing. What does it take to even start a restaurant? Do you have to be like really rich? (laughs) Um, You know, so I think in my case, I'm a little bit, unique in the sense that I don't have any investors right now. Uh, I'm 100% bank loan. And to be completely honest, it took a little bit of cockiness to Mm. get the banks to say, hey, we'll give you money because, you know, especially in the times we were in in 2020, all the banks want to see is two, three Mm -hmm. years of, you know, profitable um, records, which means you're going to be in business five years minimum. And then even then they're not lending the restaurants. And so, you know, I went to, I think, 23 different banks and sat through, you know, their let's let me meet this banker. Let's go out to lunch. Let's talk about an SBA loan. Let's talk about this. Right. And then would constantly be denied. Um, Finally, I think on the 22nd, 23rd, I got a little cocky and I went into the bank and I said, so I can either fill out this paperwork and you can deny it because I don't have two years or you can sit down, shut up and try this food and tell me it's the best damn food you have. What do you pick? (laughs) Damn. Okay. And they just looked at me like, huh? I was like, either way, (laughs) there's food. There's food in this hot box. So y'all decide what y'all want to do. You actually took food. Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I came fully prepared. I booked a meeting at 1130, told them, you know, that I was going to take their lunch hour. And um, I made sure that I delivered on that. My bank is one of my regular customers now. Nice. Snaps to you. Getting it done. (laughs) Exactly. Where there's a will, there's a way, right? Mm hmm. So you're also a chef, right? Yes. How did you go about developing your menu? So the concept from where we started to where we are now has completely evolved. Uh, But when we first started the menu, we looked at, all right, what pairs well with wine? What is shareable? What's well liked? 
And then, mm-hmm. you know, we t- worked with our ent- entire team, you know, it's on flavors, on ingredients, on presentation. It wasn't a, like a tyrant chef, um, like you would, you know, see in a movie, right? Where it's my way or the highway. It was a very collaborative effort. Ooh, okay. What makes City Cellars unique and like special to Houston? Because, you know, we've got so many restaurants. So how does your restaurant stand out in the sea of places that people can go and eat? So a couple different things. First is the, what we'll call the trend of vibe dining, um, you mm-hmm. know, where you have restaurants that are just focused on the aesthetics. Um, yeah. And then you have restaurants that are just focused on the food. A lot of the restaurants that are just focused on aesthetics have subpar food. Um, we're unique in that, that we have great aesthetics. We're Instagrammable. We're on TikTok. Every day I have someone come in doing a TikTok. Um, but mm-hmm. our food, you know, holds up to that. Our food is incredible. You know, so we blend the best of both worlds on that. Yeah. Second is there's not many places that are 21 and up every day that are not, you know, a bar. Mm. We're fully 21 and up every day, the, um, every day of the week. So like even for brunch and all of that. Brunch, happy hour, dinner, dessert, you name it. It's posted on the front door. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our, especially our nighttime crowd, really appreciates that, you know, that they can actually go out to a restaurant and not have to worry about having kids. Um, so that's a huge thing. Um, and then I think, you know, the other thing that really just stands out is our marketing and our advertising. Mm-hmm. So for as popular as we are on social media, especially TikTok, when I tell people that we don't actually have a TikTok, it blows their mind. <laughs> yeah. We as a restaurant do not have a TikTok account. But if you search us, we're one of the top restaurants in Houston on TikTok. Yeah. I see that. I mean, I was like, every time I'm looking up new spots, I hit up TikTok and I always see city sellers and I'm like, wait, y'all don't even have an account. And it's just like literally posts from everyone else. Yeah. And that goes back to the design. That goes back to the service, to the food quality, the drinks, all of it. So what would you say is the most unique thing on your menu, but also captures like a flavor of Houston? The most unique thing on our menu, I would have to say, as far as our appetizers go, I'm going to go with our sriracha mac and cheese balls. Ooh, it's homemade good. mac and cheese. Uh, we make it in-house. You know, we do the cheese. We then cool it down. We hand scoop them, bread them in, uh, in, a, in, a, in our breading mixture that we do in-house. And then it's got sriracha dust on top served with a little bit of um, homemade ranch and that's one of our most popular appetizers Um, we have people come here specifically for those wow that sounds so good my mouth is like watering and i love sriracha (laughs) and mac and cheese so that's like a solid combo okay so pretend you know someone is coming in for the first time ever what would you recommend for them to eat and drink and they like they have to try before leaving your restaurant I'm going to say the mac and cheese balls, the spinach artichoke dip, and the beef and bacon sliders. So our beef and bacon sliders, we get our bread from Breadman, um, 44 Farms Beef. We do a bourbon bacon jam that we make in-house. And then we put that with arugula, a little bit of garlic aioli. Those sliders are 
absolutely to die for. On our brunch menu, the Mm -hmm. crab cake benedict, our shrimp and grits, and our chicken and waffles are all incredible. Um, Our dinner menu, though, is more of a globally inspired um, cuisine. So our dinner entrees that I always tell people they need to try is going to be our um, Korean-inspired sea bass. So it's true Chilean sea bass with a Korean Thai chili sauce. Um, It is to die for. And then my personal favorite is our reverse chicken parmesan, which is incredibly popular. Uh, reverse easiest, okay yeah so easiest way i can describe that and when i say reverse people are like what do you mean reverse so <laughs> the easiest way i can describe that typically a chicken parmesan is going to be chicken breast that's been pounded breaded fried throw some sauce on it throw some cheese throw it over some pasta right mm-hmm. yeah so our chicken parmesan what we do is we butterfly the chicken breast we then stuff it with a cheese and herb mixture fold it back Mm -hmm. over, bread it, then we fry it for like maybe 90 seconds just to get, you know, those, that breading, you know, browned, and then we throw Mm -hmm. it in the oven, Uh, put that over a bed of fresh pasta, and then we use Eighth Wonder Vodka for our homemade vodka sauce, and so it's a complete dish, it is absolutely incredible. Oh my God, my mouth, you should see. I'm just like drooling. You're making me so hungry. Oh my God. See, my friends call me a, a diet killer because they'll tell me they're on a diet. Yeah. Like, oh, this is going <laughs> to be fun for me. <laughs> right? Daniel, thank you so much for taking the time today to speak with me. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Thank you again for having me. That was Daniel Wolf, owner of City Cellars HTX. All right, y'all, before you go, here's something you might have missed. There was a woman that was walking around the museum district and stumbled upon a tombstone. And of course, her curiosity took over. So she saw that the tombstone belonged to two men who were life partners in the late 80s. And apparently they died from battling AIDS. And so now she's kind of gone down this like whole rabbit hole, trying to uncover their story and learn more about their life, what it was like. And just Houston's history with LGBTQ in general. So if you're interested in learning more about these two men, I will link the story for you in the show notes. All right, y'all, that's all I got for you on CityCast Houston. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We are at CityCast Houston. Show us some love. Hit that follow button. DM us with any ideas you like or even just tell us about your day. All right, y'all, that's it. Bye. I think my stomach even growled. I hope that doesn't come up in the episode, but oh my God.